0: Welcome to Booth Review with my daddy
1: and with my Uncle Pot. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Booth Review. This is part two of the week, Friday episode Yay. As always, I'm your resident Packers fan, Devin Primrose, joined by my brother from another mother, Mr. Blake Ivy. What's going on, man?
0: You know, about the same as it was when we recorded the first part of this. Uh, (laughs) You know, pretty much everything is literally exactly the same. Nobody needs to know
1: that that's the, the, you know, I don't want to let people know (laughs) the secrets. (laughs) Yeah, giving away the secret sauce over there. Yeah. Uh, Well, if you listen to this, you probably watched Thursday night football and know what happened in that great Chargers Chiefs matchup. Hopefully, it was great. Uh, yeah, it was hopefully. awesome. It
0: was man. I will. I will remember it forever. Uh yeah. I can't believe that that he did that. Like that was crazy. I can't. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we're going to be talking about that performance for the guy you know, at did least for a week.
1: The guy did the thing, and and that happened. And, and yeah, yeah. I man,
0: that I can't believe the coach <laughs> like. I can't believe he he made he went for it there like that's that's crazy. Uh, so you you know what we're talking about. You already know. So well
1: yeah. as we're as we're currently trying to predict <laughs> the past, we are going to also move into predicting the future and give you our picks for week fifteen. We have four four games left. That's it. Four games per team left. Four weeks. Wow! Crazy that we're already at that point. It seems like it's gone by incredibly quick.
0: But I say that every year. It's too short even though they added a week. It
1: is too short. Football season like I just want I just want football to like start in like April and just run until February. Like but give us a want, give us a give us a little bit of a break but like
0: give but it to me most of the You meaningless
1: games. Like that's that's what we I talk agree.
0: about with every other sport. It's the games are meaningless.
1: But that's why that's why like I'm excited about the possibility of a spring league su- succeeding because That's it feels true. like it fills that desire without giving me too much of like Aaron Rodgers like right. I don't get sick of seeing Aaron Rodgers go out there and just toss for four touchdowns a game like not that, yeah, I can I'm, sick getting, of that I'm getting that but... <laughs> I'm getting real tired
0: of watching Trey Young just absolutely destroy teams Getting real tired of watching Trey Young score 25 points yeah. and have 10 assists
1: but but it is like I mean, in basketball, hockey, and baseball, all three of those sports, it is too much. 162 God. games in baseball is too much. We don't need that. Yeah. We know who is good after 100 to 120 <laughs> games, if that.
0: I mean, uh, we're getting that way in the
1: NFL. That's
0: why, you know, if talking
1: about the uh, last podcast, I talked about
0: how, one, you know, it's, it's one, like...
1: It's one game. It's one game.
0: Yeah. I mean, this. I am the guy who who, <laughs> on the five games that we disagreed on last week, I missed four of them, so... Shows how much I know. But I did also take the Jets and the Jags. So that's really on me. Um I I should have known better. Yeah. Mistakes were
1: made. Mistakes were made, and you're gonna learn from it. That's that's all that matters. Yep. Well, I say we stop messing about and we get serious. Yes. And let's get picky with it.
0: No 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 no. No 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 get picky with it.
1: We have Saturday football this week. College is yeah, done. Yeah, we do. I mean, we're getting into like the crappy bowl games. But for the most oh, part, yeah. college football is done on Saturdays. It's, time for, it's and so time for the big boys. For the next two weeks, the NFL is giving us Saturday football. And this week starts at 4 o'clock. 4.30, 4.30. On Saturday, NFL Network, we got the Las Vegas Raiders heading out to Cleveland to face the Cleveland Browns. Man, tickets for as low as $24. Sign me up. I'll go see Nick Chubb run for 150 yards against this garbage team. <laughs> Done. Cleveland is currently three point favorites. I guess that's kind of fair based off of how Cleveland's performed lately. It's, there's a lot of question marks still there, even though they looked good on Sunday for most of that game against Baltimore. But who do you got, man? Uh, sorry, I
0: was, uh,. I was doing a little research for my next pick because I forgot that I wrote down in my picks, hey, do this research. Uh, So because because this game is so uninteresting to me. Uh, This is this is a a team that's pretty good against a team that's pretty bad. Um, Yeah. The Browns are, you know, they're like most teams in the NFL this year where you don't really know what you're going to get from them week in and week out. Um, but it's usually better than not. Um, and then the Raiders, on the other hand, have been usually worse than not. So, couple surprises. for that couple reason. Surprises. Yeah, but really, no surprises since about week eight. They stopped being surprising uh, in a good way around week eight. So, um, yeah, yeah. Give me the give me the brownies in this one. I, I think that. You know, even though they had a win coming off a bye last week, I think that uh, the Browns are still a significantly better team than the Raiders. And so look for the Browns to um, start off our Saturday football game with a win.
1: Yeah, I agree. I also want Browns. Uh, As I mentioned in the lead in, I think Chubb could realistically go for for a buck 50 against this this Raiders defense. Yeah, you're not wrong. I don't think there's much good at all going on in Vegas with this team. We got a nice little story there at the beginning of the season. Faced that adversity, pushed through it. We're still in the hunt. And now they've they've you know slid down quite quickly. And the Browns Browns look good coming up coming out of the bye against the Ravens. The Ravens have a solid defense, albeit banged up a little bit. Um and Lamar but, but Jackson went down. Lamar was out too, but even like offensively because I think that the biggest problem with the biggest problem with Cleveland all season has been Baker mayfield and Baker mayfield looked more comfortable on Sunday um yeah. I don't think he's I don't think he's hundred percent but 85 uh, percent I think I think he's probably close to that at least uh and I think 85 percent Baker's good enough to to beat Las Vegas so that's true I'm, I'm with the Browns that. yeah I'm with you So let's move into Saturday night. This. This might be the game of the week. Might be game of the week. We've got the 9-4 one-seed New England Patriots heading out to Indy to face the 7-6 Indianapolis Colts. Colts, I'll proclaim it. This is the game of the week. The Colts trying to stay alive in that wildcard hunt. They are tied. with the Buffalo Bills, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Denver Broncos all sitting at seven and six, currently they're in the sixth seed. But a win here would 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 do them a lot of good, uh, potentially give them give them some some help in winning the division against uh, Tennessee. But New England looking good lately, looking like arguably the best team in football, most complete yeah. team, both sides of the ball, killing it. Who do you got, man?
0: Yeah, I'm with you. If uh, if you don't follow us on social media, you should, because uh, every Tuesday we put out a graphic showing uh, the results of our picks from the weekend. And then every Friday, Fridays are for power rankings. And so every Friday we put out our top five. Each one of us pick our top five teams. And uh, we put that out on Fridays in a fun video that we put on uh, Facebook and on Twitter.
1: And, and I, think so- the Pats, I think the Pats have been in both of ours for
0: three weeks now yeah yeah I've got the Pats I think I think they're my they're my number one team in the AFC uh, is how I is how like mentally I have it broken down but I have them as third uh, in our power rankings um, yep. at least so far this week have not released them yet uh, we will yeah. later today if you're listening to this podcast on Friday so yeah both of us very high on this Patriots team really like what we see I agree completest, completest, most complete team uh, in the NFL, both sides of the ball, fantastic. That being said, I'm not picking them this week. Uh, I, what I had written down earlier when I, when I was writing it down is I was like, Earlier, when I was making my picks, I, I make my picks fairly quickly and then I kind of go back and see, okay, what do I, you know, where do I want to do a little bit more research? So, what I wrote down was research the Patriots' run defense. My thought was if the Patriots have top three run defense in the league, I think that they can hang. Patriots are really closer to, to middle middle of the pack, they allowed about 115 rush yards per game. And, uh, fun fact, The Colts have not lost a game where Jonathan Taylor had more than 100 rushing yards. But if you can hold Jonathan Taylor to under under 100 rushing yards, the Colts have not won a game where he runs for less than 100 yards. If the Patriots had a little bit more stout run defense, or if this game was in Foxborough, that probably would tip the scales for me for the Patriots. But with it being in Indianapolis and a, a I don't want to say suspect because, I mean, we're talking about a difference of like 15 yards a game when it comes to to run defense, but a little bit weaker run defense. uh, I'm going to say, give me the Colts in this one.
1: Oh, man, I really, really thought we would disagree on this game. But I also (laughs) win Indy. Hey, it's hard. It's uh... hard with these games and and I think I think that says something about Vegas too, because Vegas has Indy as the favorites they're two and a half point favorites in this game which which is honestly a little surprising because I think the Patriots are the better team, but I think that Indianapolis and, and as you just pointed out, if they run their offense through Jonathan Taylor, they're successful yes. and we've been saying that for weeks that this team really really needs to even more so than what they're doing. Follow the example set in Tennessee. Run that Derrick Henry style offense. Turn Carson Wentz, for as talented as he is, turn him more into a game manager and and just let Jonathan Taylor go to town on every single defense that he runs up against because he usually, more times than not, burns them. And I think that that's going to happen on Saturday night. I think that both these teams are coming off their bye, so they're both going to be well rested, um, which could make for a fantastic game, and hopefully it will because this game is is has juicy written all over it. But I, yes, I just I feel like I feel like Jonathan Taylor is going to be well rested; those legs are going to be fresh. He's going to go crazy. I think even with him running for for potentially said about Chubb, but I'm gonna say about Jonathan Taylor too, a buck fifty. I think Carson Wentz could still go out and throw for 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 two fifty. Um and, and if and if that and if that happens, if that happens, absolutely I'm giving the win to the Colts. Um but, I don't know but the Patriots that. the Patriots also have a good offense. They they've every single year it seems like Belichick puts together a solid running back committee that can still go out there and rack up yards. And and Mac Jones is clearly looking like rookie of the year he's been fantastic even when he only has to throw three passes he's still great but i think this week i think this week the colts get the better of him. and and if the colts put on a show on saturday night i think that would change a lot of people's opinions about them and potentially people will start viewing them as a legitimate playoff threat as they should be
0: viewed i saw this week that uh someone said that the Colts had the most productive bye week in NFL history because they went from um, ninth in the wild or in the playoff hunt to fifth and they yeah. didn't play yeah. a game. Yeah. It's like, that's pretty impressive. You cannot <laughs> play a game and jump up four spots in the playoffs uh, or in the, the playoff seating. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not with you that I think that Carson Wentz is going to throw for 250. This is a Patriots defense that allows less than 200 pass yards per game. This Patriots pass defense is yeah no joke yeah and so i i, I don't think, i don't see that happening but i think
1: what i meant to what i meant by that is the potential is there for Carson because because of the talent level of him but i i'm with you i think it's gonna be a little more competitive yeah
0: fantastic game this is this is the game of the week no doubt uh chiefs chargers as you know was was also a fantastic game uh but this one i think is probably going to be an even better game
1: yeah, most of the Sunday games are kind of. I mean, we get Packers Ravens, Packers Ravens. If Lamar's playing, should be should be good. Um, but yeah, outside I mean, of that, we get Dolphins rest...
0: Jets. We get Washington yeah. football team and the Eagles. We get to watch the the Texans and the Jaguars. I mean, we got a great week yeah. of football this week.
1: Well, let's get over there to the Sunday games. Let's get over let's to do. those over to those stinkers. Let's start with the Carolina Panthers, the big cats from Charlotte. Heading up to the freezing cold temperatures of Buffalo, New York to face the Buffalo Bills. The Bills currently 10 and a half point favorites. I think that's a little high. Uh, <laughs> I agree that the Bills are a better team between the two, but not with the way they've looked lately. Uh, they got straight up dominated by Tampa Bay for most of the game. Tampa Bay is a great team, but they they got dominated by Tampa for most of the game. Made a little run at, at at a comeback, but ultimately fell short. I don't know, man. I don't have a good feeling about this Panthers team, but who do you got?
0: Yeah, this Panthers team is real bad. I got to watch firsthand. They're awful. I mean, like I said in, in our, our last episode, in the early episode this week, that any time, any time you make the Falcons' defense look good, you got a bad team. And there <laughs> yeah. were... Cam Newton threw a pick six, uh, and then pr- almost immediately after, P.J. Walker came in and chucked an interception to A.J. Terrell. And Cam Newton had a fumble that he lost. I mean, it was the Falcons' defense looked fantastic on Sunday, and so this Bills, when you when you play a real defense, it's it has the potential to get ugly quick um, because Run CMC is not coming back. He's done for the year. You're not gonna get a real starting quarterback if you're the Panthers. If you're if you're a Panthers fan, and you're hoping to see starting quarterback level play, that's not happening this year. There, it's just not gonna happen. So, uh, I know that the Bills can't run the ball to save their lives. Like I would be surprised. I will look to see, but I'm almost positive that the Bills' leading rusher is their quarterback, which no, it's is awful. It's Singletary, I believe. Okay. I think. Okay. Okay. Singletary has – he does. It, he has 547. Josh Allen has 531. So
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> when, when your leading rusher only has 547 yards, that's pretty awful. That's yeah. real bad. So I just think that this team, because they can't run the ball, they end up being so one-dimensional, asking Josh Allen to do too much – Although, I mean, he's an efficient and fantastic quarterback, but the Falcons ran the ball well against the the Panthers on Sunday. Uh, I don't know if that speaks more to the Falcons' run game or poorly of the Panthers' run defense, but we'll see if the Bills can get any kind of run game going against the Panthers. Still got the Bills in this one. Uh, I don't think it'll be particularly close. Buffalo, the line at 10.5, seems maybe even a little generous to the Panthers.
1: Okay. So, what I was looking up was, when did Josh Allen join the Mannings for their Manning cast on Monday <laughs> Night Football? All right. And what I found was, I believe that it was November 1st, whatever week that was in the NFL. The game that he played after that would have been against the Jaguars, when, as we all know, Jaguars beat them 9-6. Since that game... Moving forward, the Bills have gone two and four. Two and four. Before that, they were one, two, three, four, five and two. And they've gone two and four since then. So I'm not saying that this curse is real, but it very well could be real for, uh, okay, for Mr. Well, Mr. Well, let's, Allen. Let's look at those first
0: seven games. Steelers, Dolphins, football team, Houston, Kansas City when they were bad. Tennessee, Miami, like that's fair. if you don't go that's five fair. and two over that stretch, something is wrong. Then the stretch since then, Jags, Jets, not great, Colts, which uh, you're you probably gonna lose to the Colts. New Orleans won that game. Then New England and Tampa,
1: like true. Those true. are it, tough games. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna disagree with that. So I that's just, a, I that's just a, find a, it interesting. I don't think that I think that has more to do with the schedule.
0: Than what television program he ap- he appeared well, on hey, earlier in that hey, week. Hey, we'll he could have made a
1: Three's Company appearance, and he would have been doing just the same thing. <laughs> we'll find out this week because <laughs> if they lose to the Panthers, something something bad might be going on in Buffalo. Uh, I true. I also I also chose Bills this week, but I did have a question mark by it. I thought about picking the Panthers just Ooh, because of just because of how I bad you should. the Bills have looked, but. Here's a little fun fact for you. Cam Newton and his last eleven starts for the Panthers franchise. So this yeah. is counting this is counting this season and pre Patriots Cam Newton. Right. Oh and eleven. Oh wow. and eleven in his last eleven starts for for the Carolina Panthers. His beloved but, franchise. Uh that the fans of that franchise love him. And 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 they, they should. They should. He took right, him fully, to a, took right, him to a Super Bowl, so. had an, an unbelievable MVP season with, with that team. But that was five years ago, six years ago at this point. Uh, yeah, but
0: Joe Brady was
1: the problem. Fire Joe Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He but, was the yeah. problem. Let's get rid of Brady.
0: Not Matt Rule. Not Matt Rule. He <laughs> got them in this quarterback situation. Well, now, hold, hold up now. I,
1: I'm, not, I'm not ready to say <laughs> that there's something wrong with Matt Rule. I like Matt Rule. I don't agree with the firing of Joe Brady, but I think that Matt Rule's been a fine coach through two seasons given the lack of talent that he's had to work with. Luke keekley surprisingly retires early Christian McCaffrey has been injured for the majority of the last two seasons uh they don't have a franchise quarterback there I think that Matt Rule has been serviceable with the talent he's had to work with uh and I think honestly at this point the Panthers should consider maybe throwing in the towel a little bit over the last the last four weeks play for draft positioning positioning and go get themselves a quarterback because they they need one Unfortunately, there's not there's not a good one in this draft class, but maybe they can find a diamond in the rough, man, because they need something.
0: Yeah, I do not think very highly of Matt Rule. I think that this is a Panthers team that I think is underperforming. I think that Joe Brady probably got fired because of his, this is a lot of projecting because I know absolutely nothing about the situation, but I think Joe Brady was more competent than Matt Rule, and I think that might have been what got him fired. Um, possibly is is I could see if you're the competent one and your boss is the one who is ruining your franchise it's like okay I can't I don't I don't want to be here anymore but again that's complete speculation with absolutely no research or inside information on that at all but
1: yeah yeah yeah, potentially I think that
0: you can see you can see teams that are playing over their talent level, like the Falcons, that it's like, okay, this is a team that's playing well above their talent level. I think even the offensive side of the Washington football team, playing above their talent level. The Dolphins, playing above their talent level. So I, anyway, you see teams like that, that it's like, okay, this head coach is getting something out of them. That's not, you can't say that with the Panthers. This is not a team that it's like, you don't watch this team and go, man, this is a well coached team that just doesn't have a lot of talent.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I've got the bills. You've got the bills. Yeah, we talked about the Panthers a little too long there. They didn't. Let's let's that. move on to some more crappy games. We <laughs> yeah. have the Arizona Cardinals going into Detroit to face the Detroit Lions. The Arizona Cardinals currently thirteen and a half point favorites. That's probably spot on. Although you know, don't I? I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not defending the Lions at all. I'm I'm they got their win of the season. I'm cool with it. Um I'm, I'm done defending them. Yeah. I did when we when I was thinking about potential legit or counterfeit possibilities for our Wednesday episode. I did consider bringing up the Arizona Cardinals after that loss to the Rams because when you look at the teams they've beaten this year, they're teams that they should have beat. And and, right. their, and their their losses came against two of them came against the Rams and the Packers who we all agree are our top teams in the NFC. Their other loss came against the Panthers, which was a surprise out of, out of nowhere. Now, but that was no Ky- Kyler. Ky- Kyler Murray didn't play. DeHop didn't play. I get that. But you allowed 34 points to the Carolina Panthers who have been terrible. I just, I'm just, it was a thought. It was a thought. And I think that there is a, there is a little bit of concern for me with this Cardinals team. I I'm not going to say they're a bad team, but there's a little bit of concern for me. Yeah. So, so, you know, I don't think the Lions can pull off the upset, but, you know, maybe Detroit fans should be going into this game a little optimistic. That's all I'm saying. Who you got, man?
0: Yeah, I got the Cardinals. I'm not even going to tease or joke, and Kyler Murray could be out, and Colt McCoy could be out. You could be... (laughs) They could tell me that Cliff Kingsbury was going to start at quarterback, and I would say I'm still going to take the Cardinals. But
1: I'm with you. I'm with you.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any way. I think Arizona by 13 and a half is a little generous to the Lions. Poor Lions. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's probably fair. But this Lions team, this Lions team does put themselves into games that they have no business being in, and giving them ch- themselves a chance to win in in said games. But they usually come out on the losing side of it. Right. But I think that's. But also,
0: they've been beat like a drum several times this year. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen on Sunday. I think that that the Cardinals. You have to play the Cardinals after they just lost to a division rival. Oh, I feel bad for you. That's going to be tough. Kyler Murray's going to throw for
1: 500 yards and have six touchdowns on this game. Hey. But you know. You know, old MCDC is going to be fired up over there on the sideline. He's going to be trying to get them boys fired up. He's going to be, I don't know. Too bad well, he can't step yeah, on the field. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, not not much to talk about here. We both got the nope. cards. So let's move out to a AFC East divisional matchup. We got the New York Jets flying down to Miami to face the Miami Dolphins. Oh, boy. what What great football we get to witness here. The Miami hey. Dolphins are eight and a half point favorites. I think that's fair. The Jets are garbage. Uh, the Dolphins have been on the up and up. I'll say yeah. that. Dolphins very much still alive in the playoff hunt. They're sitting a yeah. game out right now at six and seven. They They're if they need all the wins they can get. And I think this is an easy one for them to get. And one that, that they should definitely, definitely get. So who you got, man?
0: Yeah, I got I got the Dolphins in this one. I think that the Dolphins as as we said, I, I think the Dolphins are a surging team. They are uh they are riding the wave, if you will accept my pun. Uh and you know, they are I think that they're an up and coming franchise. I I think that Tua has shown a lot since his since coming back from his injury. And yeah. I really like what I see from the Dolphins on both sides of the ball. I think that this is a team. That is similar to the Falcons or the football team in that they've got some good pieces, but still, couple not pieces a whole away. lot.
1: Couple pieces. I would away. say
0: that the Dolphins are probably in a better situation than the Falcons, um, or maybe even Washington. Uh, I think that they've got a few more pieces than both of those teams. So anyway, all that being yeah. said, to to rave on the Dolphins for a second, uh, I, I I like the Dolphins over the Jets in this one for sure.
1: Yeah, I do too. I'm with you. I think this this team, since Tua's injury, they've looked better and better with each week, uh, more and more competitive. Even in even in games that they've lost, they've been in those games. They've looked competitive, uh, and, and Tua's us playing well. I just want to see them continue to build on that going into next season. Uh, listen, I picked them in that division going into going into the year for a reason. Yeah. I thought I thought they had good pieces. Unfortunately, I think that pick was maybe a year too soon. I think if they continue to grow next Ooh. year, next year could could be the year. Although the Patriots making it <laughs> yeah. difficult, making it difficult. I was gonna say, I think that and we're the to and the win that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough. But yeah, I, I I'm I'm with you. This Dolphins team is is surging and could make a run at the playoffs. And they they could be one of those sneaky teams that when they get in. You know, maybe they make life difficult for for a team in the first round and potentially sneak out a win. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think the talent level is quite there, but I think they have a real good shot of sneaking in as as a 7 seed. Let's move on, though, to another divisional matchup. In the NFC East, we've got the Dallas Cowboys from Big D. Getting that big win on Sunday over the Washington football team. And now they're traveling up to New York to face the New York Giants. The hapless New York Giants, who are a mess. Dallas are 10.5 point favorites. Uh, I think that's being honestly generous to New York. Uh, I think Dallas could easily win this game by two touchdowns or more. Especially with a healthy offense, that offense is deadly when they're firing on all cylinders, yeah. and they looked good on Sunday against Washington. So, who you got, man?
0: Yeah, I mean i i don't want to I don't want to dog the Giants too much because oh, I
1: will of, I will absolutely dog the Giants too much.
0: Well, well, I, when I when I'm I just mean <laughs> by only by them being favored by by the Cowboys being favored by ten because the Cowboys have they also lost to the Broncos this year, so. Like, <laughs> that is
1: true. The you Cowboys. Make, you make a good point.
0: The Cowboys are not flawless darlings of the NFL. I mean, these are guys that make plenty of mistakes. They play in games that are should be not nearly as close as, as they are. Um, yeah. So I can absolutely see this just being a 10-point game, and it doesn't seem like a stretch to me because of what Dallas lets teams do to them sometimes. And with um, it
1: being a divisional game. I mean, these are two yeah. teams that know each other very well.
0: Yeah. And in the New York Giants' home stadium in New Jersey, you know it's it's right. Yeah, it it has the makings to be a little bit too close of a game, if you're a Cowboys fan. But uh, yeah, I've got the Cowboys in this one. I I'm I'm not dumb enough to pick the Giants. Uh, I do hope that Jake Fromm gets to start. I would love to as a as a Georgia fan. I would love to get to see some Jake Fromm in the NFL. Uh, I think that he's a guy who probably. With some, some training. I, I said it I think in maybe week one or maybe one of our preview shows, but I would have loved to see him sit behind Matt Ryan for a couple years and see yeah. if he couldn't turn into a Matt Ryan level quarterback, you know, would be would be pretty cool. I think that they're they got some similar play styles, but I can see that. Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll what, see how many, how many times he throw through Trey
1: Diggs. Because I thought I thought he was supposed to start on Sunday, but then uh, L- Glennon got the start. So I guess maybe Glennon was healthy. Oh, was that this week? Yeah.
0: Oh, that was this week. That's right. Yeah, he never even got to play. They they played Glennon. You know, good thing, so they could lose by 16 to the Giants. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Like, Glennon had been operating as the starting quarterback, probably getting the first team rep. So it makes sense that if he's healthy they would start him over over from but at this point like why not throw from out there and see what you got yeah. cuz i think everybody in the nfl knows that mike glennon's not a starting quarterback right but Fromm's never started a game and from led that georgia team to an sec uh, championship and I mean, both of a uh, national championship yeah he's he's not a bad quarterback I mean, if you can lead if you can lead a team to an sec championship where you know, they actually play defense in college. Then I think you've got something. So why why, yeah. why not why not throw him out there see see what he can do? You know. But this is I mean, is a snoozer of a game. It's, it's it's a bad game. Dallas should win this game, and if they do, I think they will clinch. I haven't looked up clinching scenarios. I probably should at this point. But they're they have a three game oh, yeah. lead over Washington. I mean, there's four games left. Three game lead. I think you win this. You're 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 in. So potential for Dallas to lock up AFC East as if they haven't already with that win over Washington on Sunday. Yeah. But let's keep things rolling because the only thing better than bad football is just as bad football. We've got the Washington football team going up to Philly to face the Philadelphia Eagles. Both teams buying for a wild card spot. Both teams sitting at six and seven. Uh, Surprisingly, Fun fact, Eagles are one in four at home. Losing record at home, a bad losing record at home, could spell a win for, for Washington, potentially. Philly, four and a half point favorites. This is this is a tough game. Who who you got, man?
0: You know what's interesting is uh one of the games that we're about to get to is that the Falcons are actually winless in Atlanta this year. The Falcons yeah. have not won a game. Their only home win was in a London. different country. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I relate to Eagles fans who it's like, I don't know why my team just wants to lose when they're here. Now, in Falcons defense, at home, they've played Dallas, they've played. The Patriots, <laughs> they've played. So it's like, uh, yeah, well, the Falcons have played really good teams at home. So it's yeah. kind of that Uh, Josh Allen on the Madden, the Manning cast thing that it's like, I think it has more to do with the schedule than necessarily whether they've been good at home or, or like whether they like to play at home or not. Yeah, this is a, this is a tough game. If I'm honest, I, I just, I just made a pick earlier, just like apparently with very little, thought or research because this is a, to- a tighter game than I realized. I don't think I realized that the Eagles were six and seven because they have been so bad. Uh, it's a team kind of like the Falcons that it's like, well, they
1: had, they had a really bad start. They, they started the season two and five and they've yeah. since gone four and two. So
0: yeah. Uh, penciled in right now, I have Washington. I don't, I don't have a whole lot of faith in this Eagles team. There's nothing about them other than maybe Jalen Hurts' running ability that to me is like hey that's a that's a formidable opponent like their defense is actually their defense is just under the bears uh defense they they've got a top 10 defense in the NFL but i don't know it's just hard it's hard to pick them because they're so there's, they have been so bad in Washington since the bye has been so good, other than other than this past week, which they played the Cowboys. I mean, that's, that's hard. Uh, do we know
1: Terry McLaurin's status? He was concussed.
0: Is that correct? Yeah, he's
1: in the concussion protocol, so it's one of those things where it's day-to-day. I mean, typically, typically, guys can get through the concussion, unless it's really bad. They can usually get through the concussion protocol in a week, but... Sometimes it can be longer. It all it all depends. It's different for every guy. But if McLaurin yeah. plays, so I had a question mark by this game, and it's really just because I think these two teams, the two teams are very similar. They both started off very poorly, kind of got hot as the season went on, um, and have had good stretches. The offenses for both of them have, have improved over the season. It's really a toss-up. I'm going with Washington mainly just because I like Washington more. Uh I don't have any other reason besides that. And I think I don't know, I don't even want to say that I think Washington is the better team because I think they're very evenly matched. And I don't know who's gonna sneak into the playoffs between either one of them if either one of them do because they both have a very easy schedule. They play each other twice over the last four games and then they both play the Cowboys once and the Giants once. It's all divisional games for the rest of of the season for them. Those are easy games. I mean, it's it's, it's I say easy games, but it's games against teams primarily with losing records. So I don't know. Right. I, I have I have Washington. I'm going to stick with Washington. All right.
0: So I looking at I, I'm going to give you an opportunity to change your pick because here's here's <laughs> what the well this, these are big deals. Here's what the injury report is. As of today, which is Tuesday, when we're recording this podcast, uh, Kendall Fuller, who is maybe their best corner, uh, was placed on the COVID-19 list. So he's almost definitely going to be out today. Then Logan Thomas tore his ACL. We knew that. Jonathan Allen, who is one of their best defensive tackles, if not their best defensive tackle, was placed on the COVID-19 list yesterday. Terry McLaurin. Uh, he's in the concussion protocol. Heineke had an MRI yesterday, and I ha- I don't have any more information on that. Uh, he had an MRI yesterday on the knee injury he suffered Sunday against Dallas. So he didn't get benched. He hurt his knee on Sunday. Um, I mean, it says he's optimistic he'll be able to start in Week 15 against the Eagles.
1: He probably um, also should have been benched though. So either way, it doesn't I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I might, um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to swing my, I'm going to swing it to the Eagles. Yeah. I don't that's, like to me, that's that, just but. too
0: many injuries. That's, I mean like, yeah, I wouldn't have other than that's, that's too hefty injuries to me. And I think,
1: um, I'm with you. Yeah.
0: The Eagles, let's look at the Eagles injury report. So right now, uh, Jalen hurts is expected to be fully healthy and available to start in Washington um is is what they have where they have him right now. So, yeah, if if he's in, yeah, I'm gonna switch I'm gonna switch my pick as well. That's too many injuries for for my liking. Yeah.
1: So, we're both going and,
0: Philly. And it's in Philly, so yeah. All right.
1: Well, let's move on. We've got We
0: might look dumb if the injury report changes between now hey, and game time, so.
1: Whatever. It is what it is. We've we've both looked dumb <laughs> plenty of times this year.
0: And we, it won't be the last.
1: <laughs> yeah. Moving on, we got the Tennessee Titans going out to Pittsburgh to face the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tennessee, one and a half point favorites. Ah, don't quite get that. Uh, I mean, they are they are 9-4. Currently slide in as the as the two-seed. In uh, in the AFC, I don't think that's going to hold up. I think they're going to end up being a wild card team, but that all depends on the Colts getting the wins they need, take care of business like like they should. This is a this is a game I had question mark beside. I don't feel good picking either one of these teams. Um, I don't trust either one of these teams. So, with that being said, who do you have, man?
0: Uh, well, I was just again as as I like to do, checking the injury reports. Uh, TJ Watt, as of right now, his groin injury is believed to just be a tweak, and he could be back as soon as week 15 against Tennessee, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network reports. The old so, tweak
1: of the groin.
0: The old tweak of the groin. I know that. Got two kids, so I know the old <laughs> tweak of the groin. Um... <laughs> Uh, man, this is a tough one. Cause yeah, I'm with you that I don't, I don't think either of these two teams are particularly very good, especially the Titans without their weapons, mainly the king of running Derrick Henry, which when you, when you sent me that on Sunday that he could be back for the playoffs, yep. all of a sudden I was like, okay, now I really want the Titans to make the playoffs.
1: But, I, mean, I I st- I think, I think they still will. I think they've gotten, they got enough wins early in the season to yes. to propel them into, into uh, the playoffs, even if it is out as a wild card. And if Henry comes yes. back, even if they're a wild card team, that's a team to fear because, hey, yes, as we all know, King Henry can run over any defense in the league. Any defense he can he can put up 150, 200 yards on. Um, yeah. So. Absolutely, January football. Be scared of facing that guy, but that's a big if. That's a big if. Yes,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Steelers. I, I had the Steelers picked originally. It's in Pittsburgh. It's going to be cold. AccuWeather has it at 37 degrees at at kickoff. So that's good football yeah, weather, man. It is. That's good cold <laughs> football weather. Uh, yeah, I just think that the the Titans' offense is too anemic without Derek Henry and. Um, I think if, especially if TJ Watt is back, uh, that could be that could be huge, and I think could could end up giving the Steelers the win in this
1: game. Yeah, I also uh, I also went with the Steelers. We are agreeing on everything this week, which yep. I don't think we have. Usually, does not bode so well. Um, but yeah, I, I, the Steelers. I think they're just playing better recently even even in that loss to the vikings like that second half kind of showed me something like they do still have a little a little bit of fight in them a little bit of resiliency i don't think this is a team that will end up making the playoffs but i do think they get a a win here over a over a decent at best tennessee team without derrick henry so let's move let's move on to maybe the worst game of the weekend oof we got the Houston Texans going out to Jacksonville to face the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm CBS,
0: I wouldn't even broadcast this in their markets. Like I would not yeah. I would not subject anyone to this game.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a bad matchup for sure. The over under is set at 39 and a half, which I think uh, I don't know. If 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 these two teams can score 20 points apiece, then that's a miracle for both of them. Uh, They've
0: each thrown that many pick sixes.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it'll end up being. Jacksonville, three-point favorites currently. I don't even have that much faith in them. Uh, Both of these teams, fun fact, got eliminated from playoff contention this past weekend, uh, which was inevitable. We all saw that coming.
0: Well, the Texans were eliminated last week.
1: Right. The Jaguars joined them. They are I guess this is, this is the fight for the, uh, the number two pick in the draft. Cause Detroit's getting the, the first pick and whoever loses this, I guess is probably going to get second pick. Um, yep. some, somebody has got to win and I don't know who it's going to be. Who do you got, man?
0: Man. I almost, I, I did text you and I was like, man, this, this news has me second guessing my pick of the Jags over whoever the Titans on Sunday. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't remember. I don't know if anybody, we don't have to talk about that. Uh, so, but <laughs> apparently Urban Meyer in the locker room, according to some reports, has been literally just blaming everybody else for their losses, that he is unwilling to take any of the blame and that he talks about how, uh, how much of a winning resume he has And anytime anyone tries to justify their thoughts, he asks them, well, how did you even get your job and all this stuff? And he's just been really arrogant. And Trevor Lawrence came out and said uh, when they asked him about James Robinson, he was kind of like, yeah, I don't know why James Robinson hasn't been out. He's the best player on our offense and he needs to be on the field. And that to me, there is too much turmoil in this Jaguars locker room. And when I found all that out, I was like, okay. I was already like only kind of sure, like only kind of le- going out on a limb that the Jags would beat the Texans they're the Titans this past week. When I saw that, I was like, never mind. I want to go back onto the tree. I'm off the limb. Please let me back. Um, so, yeah, I ain't picking the Jaguars again. I don't care if they win this game. I'll take that L. But I think that the Texans are pretty crazy that a team where their quarterback is being accused of uh, – sexual misconduct has less turmoil in the locker room than the team where the coach is. I, I'm not even going to, I'm I mean, going to refrain. We're going to keep this a family
1: friendly podcast. Has also committed um, some sexual misconduct.
0: <laughs> also, also is true. Um, so yeah, yeah, I not, no, thank you. Jaguars. You guys can, can keep all your losses to yourself. I just I don't think want your losses.
1: I think it's crazy. I saw earlier this week, that the front office is still saying that they're that that they're fine with Urban. He's he's our guy. We're supporting him. How do you say that amongst like amidst these reports? That makes no sense to me. I don't None. I I've been saying it I think since like week two, that Urban Meyer is inevitably going to get fired from this job. He should absolutely be canned. Uh Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to can a guy in the middle of the season. I get that. But if if Black Monday rolls around and he's not fired. I will be shocked. How do you have a coach that is that's treating his staff like this? How do you have a, a, a quarterback that's vocally supporting his his running back that the coach has in the doghouse for some reason and still say? yep that's our guy we're we're sticking with urban I don't get it and and that's that's just football business we're we're not even talking about what he did outside of football with the the videos of him dancing and whatnot uh it's a mess. It's a mess in Jacksonville, and I feel bad for Jags fans because yep. you know they got that they got that little the little taste of the glory when Blake Bortles was there and led him to the AFC Championship game that they should have won and gone on to the Super Bowl. And uh, and things have took a drastic turn since those days. It's yep. it's, it's crazy, but that's that's how football goes sometimes. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I made my pick, but I also went Texans. That's <laughs> yeah, and this is uh, very clear. I think
0: this is the uh, the cheapest game of the week for roughly the price of a movie ticket. You can get into the Jaguars game for tickets as low as thirteen dollars to get into TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida, where it's going to be seventy three degrees. It sounds like a nice day, uh, but yeah, I don't really just want to sit for four hours and watch like basically high school football game. Yeah. It's so, it's
1: gonna be bad football. Like it's bad not this football. is not gonna be I mean, the one the one redeeming quality that I would say about this game, if you're even considering going to see it Davis is, Mills is is Davis Mills. Yeah, sure, Davis Mills. Is that if if Trevor Lawrence turns into the quarterback that we all think that he should be, that everybody speculated that, that he would be coming out of college, if that happens, which is a big if at this point uh, big ol' if you can sit there and say, "Hey, I saw that guy in his rookie season," which I think, like, if I could, if I could go back and say that about Peyton Manning or even Tom Brady, that I could say, "Yeah, this guy that just won seven Super Bowls, I saw him his rookie year." I, that, yep. That'd be that'd be really cool. So, if you got thirteen bucks and you're that big of a Jags fan, <laughs> I say spend it. Why not? Yeah. What else would you not? be doing? Maybe watch. Maybe watching better games, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Take your phone.
0: Watch a better game on your phone while you're there.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go. We live in the age of technology. You can do those things. All right, let's move on to the afternoon games. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals coming off that loss to the Niners, heading out to Denver to face the Denver Broncos. Denver currently one-and-a-half point favorites. That's I th- I think this could be a close game. I think that's about fair. Um, both of these teams fighting for a wild card spot. They're both sitting at seven and six. I think they're both currently yes, they're on the outside uh, in the nine and ten seed, but tied with Buffalo seven and six, uh, and 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 Indy just need some some things to go their way, and they need to get wins. And this is a good opportunity for both of them to get a win. Who do you got, man?
0: I think this is another case of like the, the well-coached versus the poorly coached. That like the Bengals, it's like, you should be winning more games. And the Broncos, that it's like, you shouldn't have won this many games. And I think the <laughs> only thing that you can point to is coaching. Is it's like, you know, maybe, maybe it's a, and again, that's a maybe. I'm not saying for sure because, I mean, you know, anything can happen any week. But I think that you know, I think the Broncos might be the better coach team. Uh, I, I did not pick them in this game. Uh, I, you know, I've been in love with the Broncos this year. You know, we've had our share of relate. I mean, honestly, um, my relationship with the Broncos is essentially when I don't pick them, they win. So, you know, it's, and if I pick against them, they're probably gonna win. I mean, if I pick yeah, whatever. They're going to do the opposite of whatever I do. So, yeah, I'm going to say I wrote down Bengals. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with the Bengals. Uh, I think the Bengals are going to win this game. I think they're the better football team. Uh, yeah. Would it surprise me if the Broncos came out and won? No. Would it surprise me if the Broncos came out and won by 30? Still no. Would it surprise me if the Bengals won by 30? No. None of, none of of There is nothing in this game that could happen that would surprise me. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised at any outcome of this game. So, yeah, but well, give me
1: the give me the Bengals. I'm with you. I also took took Cincy. I just think I to me I think that Cincy is the better team right now. The I, I, maybe not even better, more the more talented team. Yes. Um, I think that they both of these teams have been surprising this year. The fact that they're both sitting at 7 and 6. I don't think anybody really thought that 14 weeks ago going into the season that, that these two teams would be sitting at 7 and 6 the fact that they've both been competitive, both been in games, even the ones that they've lost they've been in and, and they're they're sitting right there in the, in the playoff hunt. I think that's a surprise. I think that both of these fan bases should should walk away from this season viewing their team as a success this year uh getting yeah. to this point. All that said, I think the Bengals will probably make the playoffs because I think they're talented enough to that but that comes down to you gotta get some wins. And I think Sunday, this is a game that you should win. It's not like you're facing the Patriots, not like you're facing the Bucks or a team like that. You're facing a team that is equally with you or worse than you. And yeah and those are the teams you should beat if you're a good team. So interesting.
0: Interestingly enough the Bingle I mean the Broncos are second in points allowed as a defense. They've only allowed 17 points per game, which like that doesn't seem that crazy, but like the Cleveland Browns, Tennessee Titans, like that big chunk, there's a big chunk there that they've all allowed 22 points a game. Talking about 5 points per game difference. That's crazy. Like that's a defense and Denver's defense yards per game wise is is top, I think they're 6th and so or 7th. So, I mean, this is a they've got a solid defense, which is crazy that they just lost Von Miller. And that's still the case. That'll be interesting to see how Joe Burrow does. Because honestly, Joe Burrow struggles against good defenses.
1: Yeah, he's definitely he's still he's definitely still figuring some things out. I mean, yeah, I think this will be his like twenty third game that he started somewhere in that ballpark. So he's he's not still a rookie, but kind of still is. He's he's still figuring things out. You know, with the injury from last year, he missed a decent chunk of time, and so. He's not quite as developed as you would expect a quarterback to be in their second year, but at the same time, he's he's looked he's looked really good against some guys. So, I think he'll I think he'll figure things out and be okay down down the road. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens right. on Sunday.
0: I'm I'm reconsidering I'm reconsidering my pick. I'm doing oh, a little bit more man. research right now. Let mm-hmm. me just list off the teams that he's lost to. His losses this year have come to the Bears, the Packers. The, the Jets, which well, I'm not gonna hold that against him. The Browns, the Chargers, and the 49ers.
1: Yeah, okay, well the Browns and the Chargers, like we've we've both talked about how those are two of the better teams in the AFC. We won't say like two of the right, but pack- like, powerhouses. But they're but those again, those are teams that are like on par with the Bengals, if not like maybe a step or two better. And the Packers I mean, that's a that's a game that they had won and then. Right, but like the my, field goal frenzy is
0: My point is is the defenses. Like his wins have come against Minnesota, bad defense. Pittsburgh, True. Not a yeah, great yeah. defense. That's fair. Jacksonville, bad defense. Detroit, Baltimore, the Raiders, and then Pittsburgh again. Those are his wins. Those are not good defenses.
1: That's fair.
0: I I'm gonna switch my pick. If anything else, just for the just for the liveliness of it, uh, hey. uh, that way we disagree on a game. But I think I I'm interested to see if Joe Burrow can beat a good defense because that's been his that's been his struggle this year. Is when he's played these these top tenish defenses, he's taken l's. So can he do it? Can he overcome a a team with a fantastic defense and bad offense? You know, like it's not like he's gonna have to do a whole lot. I mean. It's not like he's going to have to outscore them by a whole lot. I mean, obviously, if he outscores them at all, he will win. But (laughs) it's not like he's going to have a a tall hill to climb, is what I mean. So, yeah, for fun. Let's do it for fun. Give me the Broncos, which means they're going to lose because I picked them. So give me the Broncos. Give me the Broncos in this one. Sorry, Broncos fans. This this one's on me. I'm here for it. Bengals fans, this one's on me.
1: Here for it. We got a little disagreement. That makes for good. Good content. Yes. Uh, well, let's move on. We've got... Got my boys. Your Dirty Birds traveling out to San Francisco. We've got the Atlanta Falcons heading out San Fran to face San Francisco 49ers, coming off a big win over the Cincinnati Bengals. San Francisco currently nine-point favorites. I think they're getting some things clicking. I think that's that's turning into potentially a solid team to face and the falcons a uh, lot of question marks there but Over, overperformed but, this year But yeah. falcons 5 and 2 on the road they get it yes. done on the road the 49ers looking at 2 and 4 at home maybe that maybe that could swing in, in atlanta's favor i don't know who you got man oh, man don't don't tempt me at all don't tempt me
0: at all. That's what
1: I'm here to do though. That's what I'm here to do.
0: <sighs> they their run game, it looks like they have established a run game and I mean they they look they look like they can they looked like world beaters Sunday. They beat the Panthers. It looked like man, they can beat anybody. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I just, my heart's so badly, especially because I haven't believed in this 49ers team all year. I don't think I've picked them, but like maybe twice. Yeah. Um, I don't think the
1: 49ers are very good at all.
0: Yeah. See, I'm, I, but,
1: I think their offense is good. Their defense is where their struggles are.
0: Man, I, I gotta, I gotta stick with the 49ers. I did research earlier, I was on the fence. Um, the 49ers' offense and defense is just better than the Falcons, and so I'm gonna have to say I'm going with the 49ers. I, I this is one of the few times that I'm picking against my birds, and I'm I'm again as always as I always do. I'm hopeful that I'm wrong. I'm rooting <laughs> to be wrong. As I've never I don't like to be wrong, but I would love to be wrong on Sunday. Please, Falcons, Cordero Patterson, have yourself a day. And Kyle Shanahan, I hope you choke away a lead. <laughs> Go Falcons.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those games though, that like, both of these teams need this win. Uh, they're both right there in the mix of the playoffs, right there in the hunt, hunt for a wild card spot, and they both need, need the W. And... <sighs> I just don't see Atlanta getting it. I think that... San Francisco's better in all areas of in all facets. San Francisco's the better team. Yeah, and absolutely. I, and, and and I'm I disagree with you on the fact that that they're not a good team. I th- I think that, that San Francisco has a very good offense when everybody's healthy and clicking, which they're getting to that point. There's still a couple of running backs that are injured, but they're working their way back from from injury, and they've they've moved Debo over there in, into that running back position. And that I mean Debo Samuel George Carroll both. Huge playmakers for that team. Jim Garoppolo, serviceable quarterback. Uh, I think that offense can be scary down the stretch, but the defense is what worries me. But that doesn't matter against the Falcons. Falcons don't have an offense. Well, they have yes, that's, they have. That's very true. Right. They have Kyle Pitts and Matt Ryan and some other dudes. Well, Cordell Patterson. Hey, Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Don't don't you yeah, dare don't,
0: some other dudes. Cordell Patterson. Sorry,
1: uh, but but, but for the most part, not a great offense. Not a great defense. Yeah. I, I just well. I think well, the the,
0: the 49ers, you know, I've, to to defend the 49ers as I always do. Um <laughs> the 49ers have a have the number 8 defense in the league. I mean, this is a team that is still a stout defense. They've got the 12th best offense in the league. And so, for me, that's why I couldn't pick against them is yeah. they're coming up against a Falcons team that struggles offensively. They have a really hard time and they did just overcome a Panthers defense that is a top 5 defense in the league. So that's why I struggled picking against them is it's that the Falcons showed that they can do that. But I I think that the 49ers defense is built a little better to handle the Falcons and their offense is light years ahead of what the Carolina Panthers have on offense right now. So yeah. Yeah, that was why that was my research that I did that that led me to take the 49ers cuz if I went with my heart, we all know, we all know what I would be picking because I don't I don't think highly of the 49ers and I love my Falcons and this week made them look like they can beat most anybody. So,
1: but Well, before I'll take the 49ers. Before you start believing that the Falcons have a shot at the Super Bowl, let's move on. <laughs> uh, and let's let's talk about The Seattle Seahawks traveling down to L.A. to face the Los Angeles Rams, SoFi Stadium. The Rams are only four and a half point favorites. That's Uh, weird. That's that's really weird to me after what they, I mean, they handled Arizona on Monday night. Um, Arizona did make a late push, but they, for the most part, L.A. wasn't in in the driver's seat. Uh, And Seattle has been sputtering lately. They have not looked good.
0: Well, but they beat the 49ers two weeks ago, and then they, they handled the Texans as they should have.
1: True, but like we've talked about how this is not the same Seattle team. Sure, that offense, when it's clicking, can score 30 points on anybody, as they did against the Niners, as they did against the Texans. But I don't know if they're going to be able to do it on that Rams defense. With all that being said, who
0: you got, man? I'm not crazy, so give me, give me the Rams in this one. I think that four and a half is way too generous to the Seahawks. I I think the Seahawks are, are a, a bottom dweller in the NFL this year. Um, they're, they, they should feel very blessed to have those five wins and should kiss the feet of Russell Wilson because, uh, this team does not, is not good enough to deserve that. But yeah, give me, give me the Rams in this one.
1: Yeah, I agree. I also want Rams. Uh, I, I thought about potentially Seattle and I looked up when they played earlier in the season cuz I thought that Seattle might have bested them but they didn't the the Rams won uh 26-17 earlier in the season and that was in Seattle I think at home the Rams win probably even bigger especially with the, with the state that the Seattle team is currently in so also in Rams let's keep things a rolling Let's go out to the other coast, heading out to Baltimore. We got the Green Bay Packers going in to face the Baltimore Ravens. Green Bay currently four and a half point favorites. I saw that Lamar Jackson is hoping to play on Sunday. That's the plan that they're they're going into the week with. There's still question marks. There's potential that he doesn't play. If he does, I think the 4.5-point line in Green Bay's favor is probably accurate. If he doesn't play, that should probably be closer to 10-point favorites. The Baltimore offense looks completely different without him. Although, give credit, Hundley, he can move the ball to an extent. But this Packers defense has looked good lately. Special teams have not. So if you want an area of Baltimore to focus on, focus on your special teams. Because you can beat them in that area, obviously. <laughs> Easily. Uh, who you got, man?
0: Um, yeah, I, even if Lamar is healthy, uh, I think that the Packers are a better team. This Ravens team is, you know, the theme of this episode I feel like is good coaching versus bad coaching. I think this is a Ravens team that is not as talented as their record, but is sitting at their record because of their coaching. And honestly, also Lamar Jackson. That being said, I still I still think the Packers are, are a better team and maybe even also a better coach team. So give me the Packers in this one. I think the Packers are, yeah, I'll say it. I think the Packers are the best team in football. And so I think that, you know, I know I saw that little smile sneak in there a
1: little
0: bit. <laughs> pretty, pretty excited to hear that. Uh, yeah, I think the Packers are the best team in football. So give me the Packers over pretty much anybody, but especially uh, the Ravens and a uh, sore ankle Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah, I've been waiting for the Cardinals to slip up again for me to to move the Packers from that two spot into the one spot. Um, even though the Packers hold the head to head and and did beat the Cardinals, they it was a cheap win because we all know AJ Green messed up the play. Should have been a win for yep. for the Cardinals, but Packers got it. Um, so they I've did. been I've been waiting for the for the Cards to slip up again so I I can flip flip flop those teams <laughs> and. I think it's time. The Packers, they look like the best team in football. They've One of their three losses is to the Chiefs with Jordan Love as their quarterback. So I can't really call that a, a, a team loss. Um, right. And outside of that, they've lost to to the Saints in, in week one and lost to the Vikings in a close one um, that was down to the wire, good game all around. And I think this Packers team – is one of the most complete teams and should beat the Ravens. I don't want to discredit the Ravens. The Ravens have had a really good season despite all of their, their problems, but I think the injuries are starting to catch up with them. They keep piling up, yeah. and, and if you keep losing guys, banged up if you team. keep losing guys, eventually nobody's going to be able to go out on the field. So I think yeah. the Ravens are quickly getting to that point, uh, and and it's, it's going to hurt them. And it's unfortunate because this is a talented team that – is going to make the playoffs and and should make some noise in the playoffs but i don't know how much i can trust them because of the the, the lack of guys that's that's yeah. really what it comes down to um, but yeah yep. this this is an easy one for me to pick i also went green bay partially biased and then the other part is is that i do watch games and analyze them and so yes. i think that green bay is better You've picked against Green Bay. I have, year. I have. I I A picked against them when the Vikings won. I knew that they were going to lose that game. Looked into my crystal ball and I saw it. Let's yeah. let's move on to the prime time matchups. Some real stinkers Terrible. in prime time. Real, real stinkers. stinkers. We've got the six and seven New Orleans Saints still in the playoff hunt somehow uh going down to Tampa to face Tampa Bay Buccaneers Tampa coming off that nice big win against Buffalo currently Tampa are 11 point favorites i think that's about accurate i hey, generous to the saints uh, that might be true too but this is a team that don't even this
0: is a team that has Taysom hill at quarterback I don't, is it like, what do you what that, could you possibly
1: excuse away out of this this is a team that lost to new orleans Trevor, the Trevor Simeon led New Orleans Saints. That was
0: Trevor Simeon's first week, and I've told you a trillion times. A backup's first week, it's hard to beat them. That is when a backup is most likely to win a game is their first start because you don't have tape with them on this team. They've never seen Trevor Simeon play for the Saints. That's true. And so you give Sean Payton a whole week with Trevor Simeon, and he's a totally different guy than was starting for Denver back in the day. And so... Since then Trevor Simeon benched for a tight end. There's a tight end playing football in New Orleans because of how bad Trevor Simeon is that and and that tight end is also not a good quarterback. so yeah i don't I don't want to hear any buts this I know this Bucks team is flawed, and we've said this that this is not this is not a dominant team, but they're for sure better than this garbage pile heap floating dumpster
1: of trash that is the New Orleans Saints. I mean, I agree. I'm I'm not picking the Saints. I'm just saying that, you know, maybe (laughs) they've done it once this year. Maybe they can do it
0: twice. I feel like you're those one of those commentators who's like still trying to make the game sound
1: interesting when it's forty five to six. Listen, there's there's a bunch of bad games this weekend. We just like we just a had lot. a weekend full of really good games, and now we're gonna have a weekend full of really bad games. So I gotta I gotta hype them up a little bit. I gotta do something. <laughs> I'm trying no, over no here. You don't you don't have to. I'm trying. Uh, yeah, I, I also went Tampa. I think Brady's gonna do Brady things, and the Saints are terrible, and
0: blah blah blah. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Garbage city. Garbage team. So let's garbage.
1: Not much left to talk about there. Let's move over to uh, Monday night. Monday night we got surprise surprise. More garbage.
0: More garbage.
1: The Minnesota Vikings 6 and 7 still in the playoff hunt and and (sighs) don't know what to make of them uh, heading into Chicago to face the Chicago Bears coming off that big loss to the Packers minnesota three and a half point favorites uh, yeah that's probably about right although i think it should be a little bit more in minnesota's favor but who you got man yeah
0: it's this is a tough one because neither of these teams are like convincingly great or convincingly bad it's it's kind of a case of like the jaguars and the texans of like you know i'm not really sure like obviously it's not quite it's not quite that bad maybe more uh Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles. It's like that level of like, you know, I don't really know. I don't really know. Like, I mean, the bears do still have the, a top 10 defense in the league. The Vikings do still have the third best offense in the league.
1: Yeah. That's why, um, that's what I was going to say is like, I think that this Vikings team is better than all of those teams you just mentioned. But the problem yes, is, yes. the problem is that they don't play to that level. They constantly coached the, the poorly the, coached team. I mean, the, Mike Coaching Zimmer matters. is another one that if Black Monday rolls around and he still has a job, there's something wrong with that front office. The fact that yes. he still has a job going into like the fact that he was the head coach going into this season was a problem. He should have been fired for last season. Um, the Vikings continue to float in in mediocrity under his his reign. They continue to play to the level of their opponents, meaning that when they play the Packers, they can sneak out a win because they're talented enough to beat a team like Green Bay. But when they play teams like the Bears, they play down to them and and will, more times than not, somehow lose to teams like that. Um, You can't trust them. And I'm with you. I think it goes back to their coaching. I think that Zimmer is not a good coach. Yes. But... I did pick the Vikings.
0: <laughs> yeah, same. I also picked the Vikings because I don't believe in Justin Fields at all. Don't think he's a good quarterback. Or or uh, Matt Nagy. I don't think Matt Nagy's a good coach. That's true. That's true. I think this Bears team is more talented than 4-9 and nine outside of Justin Fields. I think that that team should have won more games just off that defense and run game alone. Yeah, but give me the Vikings. I think that they are the more talented poorly coached team. Um So if you want to watch some bad clock management and some bad play calls, tune in Monday Night Football. I want to see that stinger for the like for the for a commercial like Monday Night two of the worst coaches in the NFL will
1: try to see which one can not lose. I mean, you know, you know that Awful Monday Night Football commentary crew is still going to be out there hyping up the Vikings like, oh, this is a team that's going to be in the playoffs and and should be in the playoffs and is going to make noise and blah 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 and and oh, look, these guys are so good. No, they're 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 not. They're poorly coached. Like, can <laughs> yeah, we just get can team. we just get a commentary crew to like really give us honest opinions about teams? Like,
0: this is a Pat McAfee. Put I mean, Pat McAfee on.
1: Listen, listen, man. I've been saying for years now that we should have somebody like McAfee on commentary. The problem is, the problem is that when you do that, you run the risk of some FCC violations, and that's why we should just get it on like ESPN Plus, to where you know we ain't got to worry about that. Let's get the McAfee side of it. Let's get him, you know, going nuts and and really saying how he feels uh, about these coaches because they're terrible and they don't deserve jobs. That's what it comes down to. Yep. Oh man.
0: All right, coaches. We got to figure out that's that's got to be the name of this episode. Something with coaches. We'll figure it out.
1: Well, I'll just hashtag fire Nagy, hashtag fire Zimmer, and hashtag fire. I don't know any of the other coaches we've talked about. Half the coaches in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, half the coaches. I mean, yeah. we could potentially have a record number of coaches on Black Monday get fired. It's it's gonna be could be rough, but that's gonna do it for our Week 15 preview episode we've only got four more of these left man four more before the playoffs it's crazy and then then things get a really spicy yes uh but as always uh, playoff thank... podcasts oh man i'm i'm ready for it i'm ready for the playoffs uh, I playoffs yes. are the best time of the year i'm here for it um yes but as always thank you for listening thank you for tuning in on twitch and hanging out with us uh getting involved in the chat if you're not following us yet Head over to Twitch.tv/BoothReviewPod. Drop us a follow. You can get notified whenever we go live, so you'll be here every Tuesday to look at our beautiful faces while hearing yep. our beautiful voices, like you do every week. Uh, make sure you yeah, go. I don't think we normally plug the time. We normally
0: we normally stream. Uh, we're normally on by like 7:45 or 8. Yeah. That's usually yeah. when we when we kick off the stream. So if you want to join and you're like, well, I don't know when you guys stream. That's a great question because I don't think we've ever mentioned it. We're usually live uh, around 745 Eastern Standard Time uh, <laughs> uh, here on Twitch. So yeah. uh,
1: if you want to hang out with us, that's we, and we're usually here for about two to two and a half hours. And if you need some other notifications of when we go live, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pod. Hang out with us there. We drop our power rankings there. We uh, talk about our picks, talk about some of the games. You can also follow us on Twitter twitter.com/ at Boothview underscore pod uh, that's, that's a little bit of a mouthful but you get it. Uh, we also have a discord now you can find the link for that at any of our other social sites and I hope you have a very Merry <laughs> Christmas or happy Hanukkah or whatever you're celebrating this this uh, winter season. Happy holidays to you and your family. hope it's a great one and as always, I think That's that That's that